Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. You are listening to The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning with Lyle and... Mon, good morning, Lyle. Morning, Mon. How's it going? Going great. What are you grateful for today? I am grateful for my alarm clock. Are you serious? That's why I'm at work. I would not be at work without my alarm clock. Yeah, I I, think, okay. So to be I honest, think I didn't I'm grateful feel, for your alarm clock. I didn't feel grateful for my alarm clock when it went off. Yeah, but I'm grateful that it actually goes off. Yeah, that's usually something you want to take like a uh, a baseball bat to. <laughs> 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 I think I'm probably more grateful for your your alarm clock because you're at work and didn't leave me here all by myself to do the show. Um, <laughs> I'm grateful well, because guess what? In one week, I'll have just wrapped up the final show before I fly out because I fly out Wednesday night. You, you're just grateful to be ditching all of, all you of know your it. listeners? Yeah, I'm not even ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah, no, so we actually love you guys a lot. Yes, indeed. And and Wednesday night uh, I'll be flying out uh, on my little trip over to Germany and Prague and, and uh, very excited. Of course, it might be less than a week by the time you hear this, dear listener, because this is the delayed broadcast introduction. We tell you this every morning. You can jump across to the live show. It is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, all you got to do is download the TuneIn app, uh, which is available for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you can go on there and search for Faith FM Australia and then uh, listen to us there. Or you can go to the website, which is faithfm.com.au and activate the live stream. Okay, so coming up in today's show, I'm going to talk about snakes. I'm going to have a massive goof up. And Massive goof up. We're going to have the youngest prize win, uh, quiz winner youngest ever. ever. Yeah, and do you know what? If you were on the live show, you could have had an opportunity to win the prize because it's already gone for today's show. So, yeah. Yeah, jump across the live show. Yeah, so much better. It will be an active Everybody live quiz happening right now. And it's so much better listening on the TuneIn app because you just have it, you know, everywhere you go. It's That's just, right. You never get That's that dodgy right. signal. It's never going... <laughs> But hey, one thing you can do, irrespective of whether or not you're a delayed or live listener, is text us what you're grateful for. 0491-064-669. We had a message come in from Benjamin in Queensland. He says he's grateful because his sister and little nephew are visiting from overseas. No, isn't yeah, that he's nice? grateful for family, which yeah. is uh, which makes me feel like super excited because I'm about to be an international visitor. And you're going overseas. to be visiting family overseas. Yes, yes. And uh, we can't wait to see how that yes, all goes. Yeah. It's going to be super exciting. (laughs) Off to Germany and Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah, so exciting. Anyway, stay tuned. We have a great show coming up for you. Uh, So much happening. We've got a great uh, David Sojic interview again and uh, and some movie tickets. We're going to be talking about that later in the show, so stay tuned for tomorrow as well. We're going to give away those for free. Enjoy the show.
You're listening to Lauren Daigle. How can it be here on Faith FM? And as we get into our breakfast show this morning, Mon, what is the first clue for our quiz? Okay, it's a Who Am I quiz. It's a bit weird. You ready? Mm-hmm. First clue. I mix the blood of Galileans with sacrifices. Yep. Yeah, you know who that is, don't you? <laughs> you have that smug, self-satisfied look on your face. Ah, you're wrong! <laughs> he wrote it down and he's so wrong. Oh, my goodness. Quick, call me before he gets it. I'll give you two prizes. He's got that thinking face. He's got the thinking face. He's writing down again and he's wrong for a second time. (laughs) 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 This is a great morning to be quizzing. Okay, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. If you know who mixed the blood of Galileans with sacrifices. Okay. Lyle, get that thinking mm-hmm. face off your mm-hmm. face and, uh, and check out this good news. So we've been talking about a lot about mental health issues, um, you know, suicide. Stop writing. Look, you're so desperate. I can't even – you're so scrawly with your writing right now. You're so desperate to get it. I can't even <laughs> read what that says. Write it out properly and I might be able to get – no, I still can't read it. Oh, oh no, that's wrong. Third guess, he's down. Ah, Hang on, write this one out for me again because I can't really read it. I was just guessing what you wrote there. Oh, you are correct. Now you are correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was going to say, there's got to be one of these three guys. It's just, there's only. I'm so glad you didn't say his name on air. (laughs) Thinking he was wrong. Okay, Lyle has it right. There's only one prize, but there's still a prize. (laughs) One prize is better than none prize. Uh, But unlike you, I did get. Two guesses. Yeah, I got a second whatever, guess. Whatever. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and we'll give you second guesses if you need it as well. Okay, Lyle, excellent news. Um, so, yeah, like I just said, we, we've been talking a lot about mental health issues, um, and there's been a big push, you know, over the last, I want to say like a decade, last few years, uh, in social media, trying to open up conversation about this, because it's often the stigma around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that can um they can really embed a problem, and as we just heard uh, with Tracy Weir on the news, um she was talking about how uh the government actually wants to change um the education and and uh, to, to teach people how to talk about mental health issues, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that, so that we don't have a stigma, so that people can feel safe and comfortable and free to come forward uh, when they're experiencing the symptoms, to, you know, to get checked out, to get treatment, whatever it is they need, to get support, basically. For sure. And, uh, and that they shouldn't feel uh, stigmatized or, or less valued somehow because they do have a mental health issue if they do. And, uh, and it's working. No, oh, good. It's absolutely working. So this is a study that was released four hours ago. I'm very excited to say. Um, finally, some good news. It says, uh, so male suicides have fallen to their lowest rate for more than 30 years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah lowest rate in more than 30 years. I mean, which this is... This is Australia-wide? No, this is, uh, I think it's um, Western, Western society. So like okay. uh, first okay. world countries. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. Uh, it's still it's still sad because it's still a massive problem. It's still a massive problem because men still account for three quarters of all suicides. Yeah. Uh, so which is still really sad. But the the fact that we're we're having this positive change and uh, and with social media, you know, we're we're making a change and uh, and and it's working. We need to keep it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you do have you know any sort of a you know a mental health you know concern, maybe you're not sure. 
um, you know, check out the symptoms and, uh, and get yourself checked out. There's, there's no harm in getting it done. You know, no one will think any less of you. There's no need to be embarrassed about it. Um, or whatever, whatever the stigma feelings are attached to it, I'm not 100% sure. Mm, um, mm. Just go and get yourself checked out. Yeah, there's no stigma attached to, uh, you know, getting cancer or heart disease. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what's the difference with mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a mental yeah, yeah. health disease? It's just a disease of the body, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's you know. Exactly. And, 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 and like a lot of the big killers in our world today, mm-hmm. um, it's often a lifestyle disease as well. And you yeah, can, with lifestyle right. change, you, mm-hmm. can, you can do a tremendous um, yeah, amount of things benefit like, to your mental health. Things like depression recovery program, that program is, yeah, 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 is yeah. all about lifestyle-based um, changes. Absolutely, call David Stojic, who mm-hmm. comes here on here once a week and, and does a lifestyle program yeah. um, around mental health mm-hmm. and has just the most amazing and dramatic results result yeah. as, as a result of that that you can imagine. Yeah, and and but you shouldn't feel bad about coming forward and, and requesting to attend one of these or, or, or ask where more information you can get on one of these is. Yeah. You know, we, we definitely want to encourage people to um, – to take that step, to not feel stigmatized, to know that you are supported uh, by your community, and uh, and you know together we can um, evoke change, which is which is what we've seen here is actually working. So, uh, pat on the back for everyone, I guess. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah, which is good news. Yep, okay, absolutely. <clears throat> I have, and speaking of like a of um, you know lifestyle changes, and you know we know that positivity and and a, and a good attitude, hope, hope is enormous. Mm-hmm. And I have a guy, I've found him online, and I just want to tell his story because he is just a beacon of hope in, uh, in the world today. This guy, I was so impressed by him. His name is Danny Hunter. Uh, he, he has every reason to be negative, right? Mm-hmm. He was born poor. He was born black in the South of America on Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So he's he's been quite stigmatized <laughs> since the day he came into the world. But he, as a young guy, he was like, everyone you know tells him that he's going to be an unlucky fella, and he's like, nah, forget that." Yeah. Well, how many how many people are born on Friday the thirteenth? I, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And as we looked at one time before, you know, the stats show that Friday the thirteenth is actually the luckiest Lucky, day of the yeah. year because there are super so cautious. many people careful <laughs> people staying home, people being extra cautious. There are less accidents on that day than any other day of the year. Yeah. Well, he's. He's decided to buck this uh, this stigma, and he's like, "Forget that! I'm going to spend my life transforming negativity into positivity." So he, it's like his his favorite hobby is is to say no to this kind of stuff and uh, and transform it. And so he um this is a bit crazy though. He was actually uh, driving home one day, and um and he drove through. He he says he doesn't know what it was. Maybe it was like a gang war or something, but um, but uh, there was gunfire, mm-hmm. and so bullets came through his vehicle and actually um, uh, got lodged in his back. Ooh. So he got shot in the back, Ooh. and uh, he he says he has no idea who fired the shots or why. Um, but he didn't. He really didn't want this random act of violence to take root. Mm-hmm. So he puts his positivity into into gear, right? And uh, and so obviously his community in his hometown, uh, people were hearing about this. And of course, you know the Friday the Thirteenth baby got shot in the back. You can see where that would go. Yeah, random, random, yeah. random accidental bullet in the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's he's been getting quite a bit of sympathy and getting a bit of news coverage. But he has turned around and has spoken back, and he's like. Don't feel sad for me. What I want you to do, if you want to do something for me, is I want you to go out and do one random act of kindness for me. Buy some guy, you know, a cup of 
herbal tea <laughs> you know pay for some ladies uh groceries while you're in the in the in the supermarket you know um pay for the person's petrol the, the, the bowels are next to you whatever it is do a random act of kindness today in honor of me and uh and we'll just like mushroom positivity around the town and so that's what he's asked for people to do oh wow fantastic yeah now, instead of sending him sympathy and is it anything, actually working are people actually doing it yeah yeah absolutely so it's like it's it's a ripple effect and like creating this this sort of like I don't know like an explosion of love and everyone's being all positive and stuff yeah because I mean if I was in if I was uh, lined up to buy fuel and I walked in to pay for it and the person said oh the person who just pulled out of the uh, driveway just paid for your fuel you know I'd feel kind of uh, super thankful but kind of bad at the same time and then be like uh, well I'll pay for that guy's fuel <laughs> yeah, over there then yeah, you know exactly that's exactly what happens <laughs> yes have you ever done that have you ever had someone pay for yours or have you ever paid for someone else's no oh <laughs> <laughs> it's super I, fun. You should I try am it. such a sting. <laughs> I feel really bad right now. I can't oh, believe don't you. Feel bad. You asked me that on air. I know. I just I thought maybe someone would have done it to you or something. But I, I've done it to people. It's super fun. I've done it at the. Um, I've done it back in the day. You remember back in the day when you used to um, um, have toll toll booths on the on the mm-hmm. freeways. I've done it then. Oh it's yeah! Like pay for me and the guy behind me. Oh, that's nice. And drive off. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder. And then just pull off at the next exit and. <laughs> yeah, I really wonder whether the guy behind you was like, "Okay, I'll pay for the guy behind me." And the guy behind me. Pretty awesome if it was. And get all the way to someone who has like it's the last car. What in you line need? Up. What you need is what you needed. Well, I told booths are long gone now, but um, if you had the uh, you know the person sitting in there in, in the toll booth who just said, "Hey, this guy paid for you. Do you want to pay for the one behind you?" Yeah. And just and just see how keep long going. they could keep it going uh-huh, for. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the toll booths. Yes, amen. Hey, if you have a if you have a positivity story, if you have, you know, someone who's done a random act of kindness for you, or if you have a favorite random act of kindness that you like to do for people, give us a call and inspire us with that story. We want to share all that positivity. We want to share ways that we can do our acts of kindness for our our brother and sister human beings and also maybe what someone's been blessed with themselves. Give us a call, one eight hundred Faith FM. Your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and grace To Jesus I Surrender to Him I freely give I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily
Back, guys. You were listening to Anthem Lights, the invitation medley here on Faith FM. And Mon, a yes. clue for our quiz. Okay. Clue for our quiz. Who am I? I said this famous phrase, what is truth? That is a good question we all need to ask ourselves. That's right. Mm. Absolutely. I'm trying not to say anything right now. <laughs> good. It's like, how good. do I? Because you'll this probably is such give it obvious, away. This is such an obvious clue and it's like, how do, anyway. <coughs> who, said, who said what is truth? Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. Of course, you can text 0491-064-669. You can even just message us through our social medias like Facebook, which we're Faith FM Australia, or tweet at us or DM us on our Instagram, which is Faith FM Live, lowercase one word. Any which way you can get it to us. Absolutely. Just don't email us because we don't know where that goes. And of course, if you're listening to the delayed broadcast, mm. then the way to get in contact with us or the way to listen to the live show and be a part of the quiz, of course, is to jump on and use the uh, TuneIn app on your mobile device mm-hmm. where you'll get perfect signal anywhere in the world pretty much. Um, or you can uh, simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play. And the way to know that you're on the delayed broadcast is to just look at your calendar. And today is not Wednesday, the 5th of September. Then you're on the delayed broadcast. Absolutely. Actually, you know what? I was thinking about this this morning, actually, Lyle, about this delayed broadcasting. So we keep telling our delayed listeners that the way to do it is to jump across the TuneIn app or to the website. But what if they literally do not have those options? What if they're in their, I don't know, car, tractor, whatever, and they have a Nokia, like one of those awesome old brick phones that doesn't have, you know, they can't the download battery, a website. The lasts for a whole week. Yeah, they can't, you know, <laughs> they can't download an app and they can't go to faithfm.com.au. Like, how do you, what, what are their options? Like, what do we tell them? And should they call up and pester their church or something or whoever's got like an antenna? Should call, up and, call up and pester Faith FM. Okay, okay. Yeah. And tell, tell, tell Faith FM they want the uh, the live show in their area. Ah, okay. Yeah, there you, you go. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm sure there's a lot of people who listen. Who 1-800-324-843 is our number. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people who listen who are aware that they're on delayed broadcast but don't have the option to jump across to the live show unless we bring it to them. So in that case, please call us and yell at us. We love that stuff. Yep. 1-800-FAITH-FM. Pass it on to our bosses and get uh-huh. some motivation to get some things changed would be fantastic. Yes. We're going to start off a petition. Also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live across Australia. <laughs> we might get fired. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so what's happening around the world today? I was well? going to talk about snakes, wasn't I? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so this is an interesting. Um, oh, no. <coughs> this is an interesting. Uh, let me just. Is it though? I'll, is I'll it really that a, interesting? I'll find you. I'll find you a picture snakes. right here, Mon. Oh, yuck! Is, is, is that a is that a decent size? That is a that's a fat snake. That's he's not just long, but he's real chunky. Oh yeah, he oh, used yeah. to go on a diet. Lay off there's the mice. Three people. There's three people trying to hold him up and and failing to do so. But anyway, um, in 2003, in the United States, in Florida. They noticed that populations of raccoons, bobcats, deer, and opossums, they call them possums there, but it's spelt opossums, mm-hmm, yeah. not the furry, cuddly creature we have in Australia, yeah, no. <coughs> were plummeting, uh-huh. and rabbits completely disappeared, something that, once again, we would not complain about in yeah, Australia. Yeah, no, super not. And so they were like, what on earth is going on here? And so they released a... Um, a whole population of rabbits. Mm-hmm. Once again, something you would not do in Australia. Come and take ours, Florida. Come get them. Round <laughs> them all up. Plenty, plenty to go around. Um, but they released a whole population of uh, rabbits to repopulate the area, fitted each one of them with a tracking device to find out what was going on. And found them inside belly of snakes? 80% of them disappeared <gasps> into Burmese pythons. Oh, snaps. 
And Burmese pythons, of course, were an exotic pet mm-hmm. that had been uh, released mm-hmm. into the wild and uh, suddenly went completely out of control. And so now they estimate that the population in the Everglades is in the tens of thousands and the native population, the the population of native animals will never recover. Oh, no. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there like some sort of task force (coughs) they can release to like capture and knock off all these snakes? Well, you know, we've we've looked at all of these kinds of uh, different processes in the past. And of course, here in Australia, we released rabbits Mm -hmm. a long time ago, Mm -hmm. um, which resulted in rabbits just exploding and denuding the landscape and we Mm -hmm. lost half of our topsoil Uh, as a result of that all blew away to New Zealand which is why um, New Zealand has such fertile (laughs) green countryside (laughs) carry on Lyle (laughs) (laughs) but but, um, so then we then we introduced um, mongooses to kill off the um, rabbits and of course thankfully the mongooses didn't establish a viable population because the areas in which they were released were arid areas and they couldn't survive there. Mm-hmm. But if they had been released in more, you know, fertile areas, we would have the same problem that they have in New Zealand, where of course the mongooses have just, you know, wiped out just about every living uh, creature, ground ground dwelling creature that there is. Yeah. <coughs> um, so that failed, but we introduced foxes to fix the problem, oh. and uh, we, you can all see how that went. It's foxes so go for much slower moving targets if they can. Yeah, which they and, do. and so there's a uh, and <coughs> yeah, they, they just went after the native animals because the native animals are like, oh, that's a fox. I wonder what that is. I've never seen that before. Yeah, the next minute they are dinner. Um, and so humans it, are so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humans so we're going to be so very, very stupid. careful. Okay, and in this, the problem here in Australia is that Australia is also a perfect environment for the Burmese python. Mm-hmm. Scientists know that they are here already. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not yet identified anywhere where there is a uh, a viable population, mm-hmm. uh, but they estimate that it's just a matter of time because pet owners are releasing their pets into the wild. Come on, guys. The last thing Australia needs is more blooming snakes. <laughs> we do have enough snakes, don't we? We've got plenty. <laughs> Why are they releasing them? Are they like thinking, like, oh, it's time for you to rejoin the wild? Or are they just like, I can't handle this anymore. You're done. Like wh- yeah, th- okay, so this this is a snake that is particularly popular because it does grow big and mm-hmm. so people like to own it for its wow factor. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's a snake that never stops growing Ugh. and it will grow to a size bigger than our saltwater crocodiles. What? Mm-hmm, that's, a, that's a big snake. Uh, longer, longer uh-huh, than. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously not heavier. But... Um, <clears throat> And they have found, you know, very, very large Burmese pythons in the wild in Australia. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is for one to be released that is pregnant. Oh, And no. we're in trouble. So uh, pet owners, if you are, you know, and the thing is, if you're a pet owner, mm-hmm. the expectation is that you are an animal lover. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing that you can do for animals is to release that pet into the wild. Yeah, yeah. So you what... Know, that's, that's the cruelest, most horrible thing that can that you can ever do to an animal, you know, to, to the animals in general, is to release. Yeah, them exactly. So if they have a snake that they don't want anymore, what do they? What should they do with it? And yeah, they just ha- have it put down. If they can't find a owner for it, they just mm-hmm. need to have it put down. It's as simple as that. Take it to the RSP. If, they, they, are, if they are a true, yeah, whatever, you know, take it to the vet. Yeah. Um, if they are a true animal lover, 
Mm-hmm. That's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. If they're an animal hater, they will release it into the wild. Mm-hmm. If you are, if you, if you have done or are considering releasing animals into the wild, you are doing our planet a tremendous amount of destruction. And the Bible says that we were created as stewards of our planet, mm-hmm. managers of our planet. We are responsible for what goes on here on this planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and so God has placed this responsibility on you to look after the creatures that are here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to begin with, don't take on something that you can't handle. If you're not prepared to house a snake that will grow to, you know, more than 20 feet long, don't get one in the first place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You if know, that's going to take a very, very big tank. Mm-hmm. And so they were looking at, you know, of course, the Burmese python is not the only threat that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, there are quite a few um, different species that we need to be aware of. The Indian red, ring-necked parrot is... Um, has been highlighted as one that uh, um, has already in places established a viable breeding population and they've been able to shoot them out. Mm -hmm. Um, But they just wreak absolute havoc on crops Mm -hmm. and uh, and so forth. But they looked at, you know, what what are the problem animals? The problem animals are animals to begin with that are cheap. Mm-hmm. that come to Australia in high quantities. Yeah. That grow fast, and the grow fast ones, the problem with those is that they quickly outgrow the expectations of their owners. Yeah, yeah. That survive well, um, and that breed prolifically. Okay. So, you know, your rabbit is a uh, is a perfect mm. example of, you know, mm-hmm. a, a creature that breeds pr- prolifically, as is your uh, Burmese, py- Burmese python. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've, you know, they've, They've identified, you know, several other highly venomous snakes like mm-hmm. the African pit viper and so forth that are very popular in Australia and uh, and pose a threat. Let's not Ugh. have any more of these things here. Let's take care of our planet. Yeah, God we need has, to be God responsible God has placed it in sure. our care and we need to look after it. Well, that's uh, that's not really that great news, but definitely something that we need to be aware of. And if it was up to me, I'd knock off every snake on the planet. But <laughs> <laughs> Which would not be good management <laughs> no. either, Mon. But <laughs> no. This is Carly Fletcher with Do You Really Know Me?
Everybody, we have our regular David Stojic joining us this morning, and of course, you're all familiar with David. And David uh, runs the Four uh, Day Living uh, program. And uh, welcome to the show, David. Glad to be here, Lyle, and with our listeners too. Now, last time, David, we had a uh, we just finished a two part series on hope, um, and today we have another really interesting topic. It's the topic of fear and anxiety. And I guess these are the emotions that you know we all experience. Is fear a good thing or a bad thing for us? <laughs> well, fear is one of the one of the four basic human emotions. Uh, these four, based on a recent uh, study by the University of Glasgow, are joy, anger, fear, and sadness. They say all other emotions derive from these basic four. Oh, wow. And so, fear can be good. And bad. Uh, fear is a protective emotion that God gave us so we can survive. Uh, it prepares us for fight or for flight. Mm-hmm. And actually, fear can also freeze and paralyze people. Mm, yeah, we've noticed some research on that uh, lately, how that has a, can have a very negative effect sometimes, particularly on young women who are um, being attacked. The, That's right. um, the, the fear can freeze them. Now, I, I, I guess that if fear freezes or paralyzes us when we need to fight for survival or run, um, say from, you know, a lion chasing a roaring us. lion. <laughs> that doesn't happen so often in Australia, but um, <laughs> maybe a crocodile. <laughs> That's right. Um, this would be an example of 
the negative effect of fear on us if, if we got paralyzed, if that was that's, happening. That's right. Um, some people, due to their circumstances, you know, like war and abusive relationships, live in a constant state of fear. They're not just scared, they're truly fearful. That's right, and there is there is a there is a difference between these two things. So so which we might be kind yeah. Of we need to explore that explore a little that bit. a bit further. Yeah. But but um, the famous King David, uh, the the David the Psalmist, uh, who at some stage was a fugitive, and and in a constant state of fear, described the feeling of fearfulness and its symptoms in one of his psalms, mm-hmm. in Psalm 55. Uh, I'll, I'll read that actually for us and for sure. our listeners. Psalm 55 and verses 4 to 7. He, uh, he's describing it quite actually, actually accurately. He says, My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I can't stop shaking. Can, can oh, I butt in for a second? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Is David experiencing... A panic attack here? Well, it almost looks like it, yes. Yeah. yes. So there's every likelihood that he actually is experiencing a very real thing that we experience That's today, right. which is, you know. And, and, and panic attack is, is more to do with anxiety. Ah, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So, so basically, he says, fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I cannot stop shaking uh-huh. all these physical symptoms. And he says, oh, that I had wings like a dove. Then I would fly away and rest. I would fly far away to the quiet of the wilderness. So, so that's in Psalm 55, verses 4 to 7. So yeah. obviously, being in that state of fearfulness for a prolonged period of time would be very harmful to one's mental and physical health. Yeah, and just before we move on there, you know, I was just looking at that passage where he says, flying away into the wilderness. Are, you know, is, is, a, is a wilderness a country environment? A healthy place for people to go who are dealing with fear and anxiety. That that that's a very very good question. Uh, when we are dealing with prolonged fear and anxiety, uh, one of the consequences of that uh, prolonged stress mm-hmm. can be actually a chemical imbalance in 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 our, in our brain, mm-hmm. and and that actually causes people to withdraw. Right. So so, so withdrawing. Um, uh, is not necessarily good when we need social support. Mm. But, but in this situation, uh, I would say David, King David, in a, in a, in a poetic way, is saying, um, I wish I was somewhere far away, out of reach of those who persecute me, sure. yeah. and so on and so on. So, so that's a very, very good point mm. you're making. Mm. Uh, withdrawing when we are dealing with fear and, 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 and anxiety uh, is not always, it's a consequence, sure. but it's not always the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on with uh, the subject, um, is being fearful the same as being anxious? Anxiety is a big mental health issue for many people. Uh, in fact, it's one of the most common mental health conditions in Australia. That's right. That's, ba- that's basically the Bureau of Statistics says that. Yeah. I was looking at uh, some stats on it. On average, one in four people, one in three women and one in five men will experience anxiety at some stage in their life. Um, and in a 12-month period, over 2 million Australians experience anxiety. So, so you know, to many people this comes as, 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 a, as a great surprise. Mm-hmm. But as I say, sir, as, as you just basically pointed out, and based on the Australian Bureau of Statistics, uh, so it's, it's, it's the, more, the most common mental health condition in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so fear and anxiety both produce similar responses uh, to certain dangers. Uh, obviously, it's always a response to our 
perceived sense of danger. Mm -hmm. But many experts believe that there are important differences between between the two, between fear and anxiety. And these differences can account for how we react to various stressors in our environment. So we have muscle tension, increased heart rate, a shortened breath, mark most of the significant psych, uh, physiological symptoms associated with, with, the, with the response to danger. Sure. Okay, can you give us some real-life example that will help us to understand the difference between fear and anxiousness? <laughs> yes, fear and anxiety. Yeah. Uh, fear is an emotional response, and this is, this is the crux of the matter. Fear is an emotional response to unknown or definite threat, okay. uh, whether it is real or imagined. If you're walking down a dark street, uh, Lyle, mm-hmm. for example, and someone points a gun at your head and says, this is a robbery. Never had that happen, thankfully. <laughs> thank, never happened. Thank God. Uh, then you would likely, you would most likely experience a fear response. The danger is real, definite, and immediate. And there is a clear and present object of the fear. Yes. However, anxiety on the other hand, is often a response to an, imp- to an imprecise or unknown threat. For example, again, a uh, similar scenario, you're walking down a dark street. You may feel a little uneasy and perhaps you have a few, few butterflies in your stomach. And so these sensations are caused by anxiety that is related to the possibility that a stranger may jump out from behind a bush or approach you in some other way and harm you. So the anxiety is not the result of a known or specific threat. Rather, it comes from your mind's interpretation of the possible danger that could Im- uh, uh, that could immediately arise. Mm. So, although the focus of the response is different, uh, fear and anxiety are pretty much connected and interrelated. When faced with fear, most people will experience the physical reactions that are described under anxiety. So when we are looking at the mental health conditions, okay. actually fear and anxiety, there is a bit of overlap, even though they're different. Same yeah. symptoms? Very similar. Or very similar symptoms. Very similar symptoms. Uh, but uh, one's real, one's... One, one is more imaginary. Yep, or moment. how our brain interprets yep. the danger, mm-hmm. which may be imaginary. Sure. And that, that's, that necessitates a different type of cognitive and behavioral uh, treatment. Um, fear causes anxiety, and anxiety can cause fear. Um, but the subtle, dis- subtle distinction between the two will give us a better understanding of our symptoms and may be important mm. for you know how people are treated. Sure, sure. Okay, so what are the uh, symptoms of fear and anxiety? Let's look at the physical symptoms. Um, they somewhat overlap. I'll just go. I'll, I'll just uh, very briefly uh, mm-hmm. mention them: uh, headaches, muscle pain and tension, uh, which we mentioned already. Sleep disturbance, uh, tightness felt throughout the body, especially in the head, neck, jaw, and face. Chest pain, ringing or pulsing in ears. Excessive sweating, shaking and trembling, cold chills or, or hot flashes, accelerated heart rate, numbness, uh, numbness or tingling, depersonalization or derealization, which is actually either detaching ourselves from ourselves or from the environment, okay. upset stomach or nausea, shortness of breath, feeling uh, like you're going insane and dizziness uh, or feeling faint. Mm. David, it's fascinating to, uh, to look through those 
that that list there of um, symptoms, the physical, the physical, physical symptoms, physical symptoms of yeah. what's going on in our in our mind, in our in our brain, and and uh, I just sort of look through that list and I'm like, yeah, I've had a few of those here and there, yes. but uh, um, never, um, you know. At, at a point where it would actually be never for a prolonged period yeah never of time. for a Hopefully. prolonged period thankfully thankfully yeah, yeah. well we're going to take a break right now uh, we have a song coming up and right after that we're going to be back we're going to talk more about this uh, issue of fear and anxiety and uh, look at what help there is for those who suffer from it when it all goes quiet and I stop trying to fill all the spaces I remember I hear a still small voice From the one I know Calling me home When it all goes quiet I hear your love calling me I hear your love calling me Nothing sounds as sweet goes quiet You remind me Nothing separates us Apart from when I turn away Cause I am your child You reconcile us And you felt nothing for me but love Where do I hide? Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're here with David Stojic, regular contributor to Faith FM. We're talking about fear and anxiety today, looking at some of the symptoms of both of them, which are very similar, but uh, as we noted in the previous section, fear 
is a response to a threat that is very real, right. whereas anxiety is a response to a threat that uh, is n- doesn't have that same present reality to it. It's, That's right. It's, it's how uh, our brain re- uh, interprets that yeah. and, 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 and so on. But it, the symptoms are very real yeah. and even yeah. more severe, uh, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm. Okay, so... What we've got to look at now, what I, want to, what I want to explore further is how we actually deal with it, fear and anxiety. Um, what help is there for those who suffer from you know, fear and anxiety? Okay, so, so as you already said, uh, Lyle, Lyle, fear is not always bad for us. Mm-hmm. It has its benefits. Uh, what comes to mind is, is if you if you scriptures right there in the Bible that actually include that idea of fear. Uh, the wise man King Solomon recognized this and made a few uh, a few kind of interesting interesting remark, remarks in Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 10. He says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a very kind of interesting thing because we could talk about what this fear means. Sure. <laughs> you know, but, but then he also says um, in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 13, um, that's the whole story. He actually concludes his wise sayings, mm-hmm. his instructions, and he says, that's the whole, sto- whole story. Here is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey His commands, for this is everyone's duty. So, so the wisdom actually is in, 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 uh, um, in taking God seriously. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the best, best kind of way to... to Explain this concept of fear in this in this context uh, in this very context. Yes, because you and I are not terrified of God. No, not in the, no, not in no. any way, shape, or form. But we no. do take him very seriously. That's right. That's he's our best friend, who we take seriously. He is that's right. not just our best friend. He's also the ruler and creator of the entire universe. So that's right. He's an awesome God. He's not just one of the fellas. That's right. He's, he's far right. beyond that. He's imminent, but he's transcendent. Mm. You know, he's a friend, but he's a creator. Uh huh. Yes. So amazing. But, okay, so the, uh, the, 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 the state of constant fear or fearfulness or anxiety is not good for us. That's right. Uh, we've already said that. What are some of the things that we can do to help ourselves or someone else who is facing this um, unpleasant situation? Uh, if you're dealing with, with fear, uh, we need to first find out what the cause of it is, mm-hmm. uh, if we can. It, it's a rational, or is it rational or, or irrational fear? Uh, with, with, uh, with the fear, actually, as opposed to, to anxiety, we can say that it can be very, very irrational. Mm-hmm. With anxiety, it may not be always very rational. If it, if it is rational fear, we need to find a way to deal with the cause of fear. We either remove the cause of fear or remove ourselves from the situation that causes fear. If it is irrational fear, we need to see a trained counselor to help us to adopt a different way of thinking. Uh, if fear and anxiety have become unmanageable, uh, well, obviously, uh, I, I would strongly recommend that people le- look for professional help. Absolutely. Uh, help to, Absolutely. To, to, Definitely. To see their doctor to start mm-hmm. with. And then they, your doctor will want to discuss your current symptoms. And, and uh, if anybody is listening to this and they're facing this situation, you're, you're, you know, the doctor will talk about your symptoms, your medical history to help determine um, a possible cause of your fear and anxiety. From there, expect your doctor to make a diagnosis of or refer you to a special treatment provider for further assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, once diagnosed, you can start on a treatment plan that can assist in reducing 
and controlling your fear and anxiety. But very, very importantly, Lyle, I need mm-hmm. to say this uh, uh, to you and to our listeners, uh, and I'm sure you understand where I'm coming f- uh, uh, from. There is some help, some significant help from the spiritual dimension of life as well. Yeah, absolutely. Before we move on to that, I just want to say that um, if you're experiencing fear, and fear of obviously, is, as we've mentioned, is a very present and a very real That's right. danger, an observable danger. That's right. Remove um, yourself from that situation. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So if you are living in a, an environment, and I'm particularly thinking of uh, some young ladies who live in an abusive relationship, right. uh, get out of it right now. There are people out there that we can connect you with. Give us a call here. Give you right. know, 1-800-324-843 or, or David a call with his 4D living and uh, we can help you get out of dangerous situations. That's because, right. Um, Very important. Yeah. Uh, going to the doctor, if there is real and present danger, a doctor is not your solution. Getting out of the environment is your solution. Then going and seeing the doctor to help you deal with That's the emotions right. that have come about as a Make sure you're safe first and yeah. then, then do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the, the spiritual, spiritual dimension. dimension. Yes, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> okay, so the scriptures deal with the emotion of fear quite extensively. Uh, fear along with uh, anger was one of the first emotions mentioned in the Bible. After they commit right. a sin, you know, you've got Adam and Eve feeling guilty and naked and trying to hide from God, as if. <laughs> and when God found them, Adam told God, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid. Since then, fear and anxiety have become very common human emotions. Fear became one of the main drivers that drive humanity. That's right. That's right. So, so that what you just read, pretty much, and what you mentioned, I believe is the first uh, mentioning of the emotion of fear. Yeah, right that's there, right the at the beginning. That's right. So, so um, there is in the in the Luke's Gospel in chapter one uh, and verse seventy four uh, something. Uh, well, a text that tells about God's solution, uh, spiritual solution mm-hmm. uh, for the problem of fear and anxiety. Uh, and I would like to to read this portion. Actually, uh, this verse it, it's Luke's Gospel chapter one and verse seventy four. Uh, I would like to provide a bit of context. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's known as the Zechariah song, yes, uh, following the birth of his son John the Baptist. So. Uh-huh. Uh, so here is what Zechariah says in Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, and, and when we read from verse 67, his father Zechariah, or John Baptist's father Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel. And because he, because he has come to, to his people and redeemed them, he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets a long ago. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all those who hate us. So all of these reasons for, yeah. for fear and anxiety, uh-huh. to show mercy to our, ancestors, to, to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue. Now, the point of all of this is to rescue us yes. from the hand of our enemies, from whatever enslaves us when it comes to fear and anxiety, and to enable us to serve Him, to serve God, to live without fear. Yeah. In Amen. holiness and righteousness before Him all our days, and so on and so on. So there you have it. God provided a spiritual solution, made a provision that we can serve Him or live without fear without fear. Absolutely. I, I love how this ends off here, you know, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in a path of peace. Isn't it just amazing? That's just a, just fantastic words right there. So filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, Zachariah, of course, is prophesying about his nephew, Jesus <laughs> Christ, uh, who is to enable all people to serve God and to live without fear. 
So then Jesus, if we invite him into our lives, can liberate us from fear and anxiety. Yes, indeed, Lyle. There are thousands, I would say millions, of those who have been liberated from fear and anxiety when they made peace with God and invited Jesus into their lives. I would like to share with you and our listeners a passage from the Scripture and that says this very thing, God is love. And love expels fear from our lives. And I just uh, briefly read from mm, my, one of my mm, favorite mm, yeah. favorite uh, uh, letters or books, First John four thirteen uh-huh. to nineteen. This is how we know that we live in Him, and mm-hmm. He in us. He has given us of His Spirit, and we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior uh, of the world. And, and so on and so on. It says, God is love. Whoever li- uh, lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us, that we will all have confidence on the day of judgment, whatever f- scares us. Mm-hmm. In this world, we are like Jesus. Uh, um, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Mm-hmm. And, and so on and so on. So basically, the scripture says, love and fear cannot coexist together. Absolutely. Thank you, David, so much. And just let me briefly remind our listeners in the Newcastle region that this coming Saturday, the 8th of September at uh, 11 a.m., this very topic of living fear-free is going to be presented by one of the best communicators I have ever met, Danny Milenkov. He was here on our radio show earlier in the week. Um, he will also be uh, he will be speaking at the Warrabrook Community Centre at 10 a.m. As well. Um, as well as that. Um, so before that, th- those are the two subjects um, on optimising your health. Um, these lectures are free, and anyone who hears this broadcast is welcome to join us. Uh, visit discover, discoverhopeseries.com for more information or call David on 0412-851-310 or Faith FM on 1-800-324-843 to register your interest. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.